0: Hello, I'm Mike Sims, publisher manager at the Poetry Society, and I'm talking to the artist Adam Bridgeland, whose show Fables is in the Poetry Cafe currently and running until the 15th of February 2014. It's such a wonderful show, I wanted to ask Adam a few questions about the work. So, to kick off, Adam, uh, a lot of your images combine text of one kind or another with an image. So can you tell me where the texts come from and uh, and why you're interested to use them with an image? Um,
1: well, the texts uh, come from a variety of sources. I, I kind of collect them over many weeks, months, years. I have little books where I put phrases and to be honest with you the iPhone is a wonderful um, invention because I use notes now where I just you know think of them and put them into notes and so my notes are just constant uh, it references to text and images I'm you know I'm thinking about and sometimes they can stay there for months and, and and I look back maybe and go why that's terrible and some just some kind of resonate and and, and we'll start to kind of almost grow and and become part of me but I want to become, make a piece of artwork with them um i mean text has always been important I've, I've i've i kind of i was i wrote songs when i was younger i think like most teenagers did but I, you know i used to be in a band we used to do music but you know it's like so many people were not very good <laughs> you know so we didn't make it so um but i could always write one or two very good lines which i always kind of and it's interesting at props some of the, the the earlier works um um, have, have worse song lyrics from when I was, 18, you know, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, which have then gone on, and 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 I suppose that I've always been able to knock out a killer line, but perhaps not finish the whole job, with, you know, yeah, uh, with with a with a song, um, or you know, r- relating it to the poetry side of a poem. Um, but that's yeah, another discussion: uh, lyrics and poetry. Um, and I suppose that. That's always interested me. And I suppose when I was at the Royal College, that I, I always wanted to make something which was quite romantic, something that was quite poetic in terms of the imagery. And I suppose that I've always wanted to have this have artwork which is has a double side, really, to it. So when you see it and it has the text and it has the image, it's, you can see it and you can, you can take it as that one thing. You know, it has, has that message. And so you can either read it like that and walk away as a, as a very instantaneous message, a bit like what we find in advertising or... Um, you know, for something that's part of our modern culture, but we, we a little snapshot. But also, what I then like is artwork that then kind of starts to to burn in, burn in you, and kind of and, and leave a mark. And I hope that, with art being so subjective, and, and and pieces, you know, you can just look at something and walk away. You know, um, but also I hope that some people look at my artwork and then read behind the message, and um, because that's always what I hope to do. But there's a double side sided there, and that's why I think some of the most successful works that I have done been ones where you can they can lead you down one path um, and perhaps but perhaps when you actually sit back and think about what's it what the content of it is and what the relationship between the text and the images, but it leads you down somewhere else uh, Can you um tell me where some of these lines come from um, well, okay but the first patch image i mean I, I say patch because uh, um, i I became renowned for doing again you know, circular images um, when I left for Royal college, I suppose was a today work image. And that was um simply in camden there's a's there's a there's a hobby uh um, store which sells kind of model aeroplanes and things and i think I think it's called leisure pursuits for purpose and I just thought what a wonderful way of describing something but uh, a, a, a hobby is a pursuit and it makes it sound like it's hard work um which I think sounds very contradictory in itself and so um I wanted to kind of get get across this idea of uh, i don't know almost like a political message, but you know today we work tomorrow. We do hobbies. We, we we do leisure pursuits, and I think that that was the original image was one set against a caravan, um, which I always have a kind of strange affection for. This kind of uh, travelling and just setting up wherever in the countryside, you know, we you know, countryside and borders do mean nothing to us. We are going to take our our white box and set up somewhere.
0: That's quite an interesting um, contrast in your work because a lot of the images are to do with uh, homemaking. A lot of it, though, is to
1: do with travel, isn't it? It's about being on the road. It's about it's about being on the move, not looking back. Somewhat. Um, well, flux and migration kind of interests me in that kind of. I mean, I grew up in the Fens, which is a very flat area of land. Although the sea is not very far away, uh, from it. it does feel very landlocked, particularly in the mid- middle of winter, um, if it, or in the summer, if it feels very barren. From very early on, um, I wanted to almost escape from that area. Um, London always was, you know, that the idea of the bright lights. You know, from a very early age, I wanted to move to the capital. I mean, it's interesting as you grow older. I mean, I've, I've recently moved back to Cambridge, very near to the fence. And it's weird how, as you develop and you grow up, you always want to escape something that, you, you know, that you, you're you familiar with. But actually, that familiarity is, is something that is quite lovely and so you actually cherish and hold. And I think that I have done that, and particularly when you have children like I have, I think it's something that... You sometimes want to go back and show them and 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 be part of that. and 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 I suppose that yeah I suppose that it's that con- con, uh, that conflict I suppose between it's quite features in my work quite a bit. Um, I mean I think that I, one of my first solo shows was in a in a, in a gallery in Ely in Cambridgeshire um, called the Babylon Gallery. Unfortunately, it's, it's no longer going. But um, I was awarded an Arts Council grant. Um, to, to to put on a show there. and As I was growing up, I saw a lot of shows in, in various artists, um, you know, Arts Council Collection shows, which really influenced me to become an artist. Um, and so when they offered me a show, the solo show there, I found it very interesting. I kind of almost used it as therapy, in a way, of, of kind of, let's, well, okay, I've moved away from this area, let's have a look and what actually, why I missed this area, or what wasn't right with this area, and blah, blah, blah. It's ever since that moment of that show, it was interesting to kind of go in and look and why why I've, i i i really liked certain aspects and why I didn't really like certain aspects and it was it was great to put work on the wall that kind of um that kind of question this 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 feeling inside of of home and also of of a sense of place I think all of us kind of question that at some points there's only so much traveling I think somebody can do it i mean you travel through travel you, travel, you, you Gain knowledge and, and experience, but I think there's always that place of being at home and 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 the safety of being there. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Uh, I brought a
0: friend to see the show. You mentioned straight away all magpies I like magpies, but there is a kind of magpie-like tendency in your work. So it has a kind of pop mm. uh, impulse. I think you're obviously interested in. The kinds of graphics, particularly sort of marine or maritime associated graphics and signage and flags as all the color and simplicity of, of flags and semaphore, all those sorts of things. But you, sometimes you're doing something rather different. You're not it's not you're not making fun of those things. You're not just sort of using those as in a sort of tokenistic way. There's there is a bit of poetry in the work. We were talking in particular about um, an image called "Forward Conquer," um, uh, which is all about the uh, sheer delight of being behind the wheel. So, can you tell me how you arrived at that particular um, line? That for example,
1: was, uh, I was up in Yorkshire, and um, we were staying. It was actually a very romantic uh, weekend because it was. Uh, uh, my, my, me and my wife, were, were, were getting, it was an engagement present for my dad so we'd, we'd gone, to, uh, gone away and I remember looking at the hotel window and seeing this car just uh, plough through this field to get to this beauty spot and I thought how wonderful again it's going back to that idea I was talking about the caravan uh, that they, you know, you, there's walls, barriers, fields these are all of ours, we can use this uh, and, and I, I saw this going across and, and, and it was almost like a knight riding into battle you know and that's why and that's why i kind of thought i kind of saw this car and i kind of thought ford Conquer, and they set up a picnic and it, and i suppose the phrase didn't come straight away but it went away and again it just kind of sat there and and i kind of digested it and kind of thought about it and thought about it and obviously we you know i what i'd never thought about which you mentioned is it's a picture of a ford escort and i and actually that kind of the doubling of the, you know the meaning of ford and meaning of the car manufacturer ford I never thought about that, but it is true, and I suppose that that's what it works. But that, yeah, that was that came about of just a life experience of thinking, of just observing uh, a very British attitude to. Um, I suppose it's it when you go abroad as well, and that idea of, of gaining a sunbed and things like I'm putting a towel. Down. <laughs> it's very. It's one of those things that we must. You know, this is ours. We must. It's our little piece of, of, of countryside we are going to enjoy for this afternoon. And
0: Without getting too posy about printmaking, I want to ask you about multiples as well, mm. because you make <laughs> prints, we're very used to seeing those on the world, but you've got patches in the show, for example, um, and uh, we might get you to do some live screen printing for us. So you're not precious about art, but printmaking has quite an important dimension for you yeah, as I, well. I,
1: I would never call myself a printmaker, I think, but... That's dangerous ground, even for any people, any person to describe themselves just as, as as a painter or a sculptor or a printmaker. I think that you know I'm an artist who, without saying pretentious, you know, down that that route, I'm an artist who predominantly uses printmaking. I suppose that's how you would say it. But I think it's very dangerous because you close all the barriers. Then you know, if you say I'm a printmaker, you know, then then it's kind of shutting off doors to which can lead to painting, which can lead to and other forms of, of of art. And I suppose that I've always been a great believer that. Each practice, each medium should inform the other. For me, it was uh, I mean Warhol and, and and Jasper Johns and people like that who used who's, who used Rauschenberg who used printmaking in that way um, and and use it as an important part. I mean, what's interesting about the original artwork the patchworks I did with I would always hand colour them. With enamel um, humble, you know, think would be used for uh, Airfix models and things, which was a kind of, you know, link back again and influence from my childhood. Um, but that was to kind of say that these these have actually been touched by the hand of the artists, because sometimes prints aren't touched by the artist; they're editioned in a studio, and the, the final bit is their signature, which is there. And so I've always been a great believer that, you know, the artist should be be part of that process of making and producing something. I, I see it as a very important part and, and, and the multiple for me is, is a very... It's art for everyone then as well. It doesn't just... Uh, the original has its place and I uh, you know I have made originals but also I like that idea that the artwork... There can be uh, a number of artworks that then kind of allow that inclusivity for, for, for everyone and I suppose that, that's, that leads on to the patches, the so actually embroidered patches. What I like about that is... Uh, the idea of fan clubs that's why I kind of looked into them and when, when I graduated from Royal College Today Work was the first patch as I was explaining I made but I also wanted to kind of create something that was almost like an identity a fan club um, but you know I remember when I was part of a Lego club when I was younger or a Bino club you would always get sent a badge or an embroidered patch and it was—it made you feel something special and I think that, that it, was, it was buying into something but you were part of something it's the same with bands I suppose when you follow a band you always want a shirt the, t-shirt, the and I suppose that that 's what I try to do with the patches is that I like the idea that people can cherish them and hold them as, as pr- proper artworks, but I also equally like it when people take them out of that box and they stick it onto a piece of clothing or they stick it onto a rucksack or and and, and then it takes another meaning it 's still an artwork, but it 's the person who 's got this piece is now part of a part of a club almost um, and I suppose that every show i 've done i 've always tried to do a, a an addition which is like that so whether it be an embroidered patch whether it be uh, I may use Gokko printing which is a a tiny little Japanese kind of press Um, whether it be that whether it be badges um, and I think it's nice that you offer somebody because people have taken the time to visit your show to, to look at it it's just nice to give something back or something that's collectible because I like the idea of it being an archive, a little archive. And I suppose that's what I find interesting when I go to a museum or a show, is when they actually open up an artist's archive, and there's little bits and pieces. Um, I remember seeing the Kippenberger show a few years ago at Tate Modern, and the artwork on the walls was wonderful. But actually what's really interesting were the little posters and the little kind of bits and pieces, you know, the bumper stickers and things that he created alongside. And they get forgotten about sometimes, but actually they're equally as important because they've been part of his practice which has mm. developed over the years.
0: Uh, So, uh, to join Adam's Club, uh, to buy yourself a badge, uh, buy yourself a print, uh, I'd like to encourage you along to the Poetry Cafe at 22 Betterton Street, London, WC2H. Five minutes' walk from Covent Garden Tube, if you're able to make it. If not, please look online. Thanks very much, Adam. Thank you very much.